Welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of Ghosts and Giggles, where the paranormal meets the peculiar. Tonight, our tale unfolds in an ordinary suburban neighborhood, a place where trimmed lawns and friendly waves mask a hidden past. Picture this, tree-lined streets, kids playing hopscotch, and neighbors sharing recipes over garden fences. But don't let this idyllic scene fool you. Every corner, every shadow, every creaking floorboard in this neighborhood has a story, a whisper from the other side. Our story centers around the old Henderson house at the end of Maple Drive. It's a quaint two-story home with a wraparound porch and an attic window that seems to watch you as you pass by. This house, with its peeling paint and overgrown garden, has stood empty for years, fueling local legends and childhood dares. But, as fate would have it, the Henderson house is about to get new life breathed into its dusty halls. The Johnson family, unaware of the rumors and ghostly whispers, have just moved in, ready to start a new chapter. Little do they know, they're not the only residents in this creaky old house. So, grab your favorite blanket, dim the lights, and prepare for a journey where each laugh is tinged with a shiver, and each shiver is followed by a chuckle. Let's step into the world of ghosts and giggles. As we delve into the heart of our tale, we find the Johnson family on a sunny Saturday morning, their car packed to the brim, pulling into the driveway of the old Henderson house. The parents, Mark and Sarah, are brimming with optimism, envisioning a fresh start. Their two children, Emma and Jack, are less enthused, more concerned with the loss of friends and the unknowns of a new school. As they begin to unpack and settle in, the house, long silent, starts to whisper its secrets. It begins subtly, a picture frame tilting on its own, a toy car rolling across the floor when no one's around, a door gently closing with no breeze to blame. Night falls, and with it comes a change in the air. The house feels colder, the shadows deeper. Sarah wakes in the middle of the night, a feeling of unease creeping over her. She hears it then, a faint whisper, like a conversation just out of reach. She tells herself it's just the wind, or perhaps the house settling, but the occurrences grow harder to dismiss. Objects are found in places no one remembers putting them. The children complain of seeing shapes in the corner of their eyes, shapes that vanish when they turn to look. And then there's the cold spots, sudden drops in temperature that leave goosebumps on their arms and a shiver down their spine. One evening, as Mark is alone in the study, the room suddenly chills. The air grows thick, heavy with anticipation. Then, as quickly as it came, the feeling passes, leaving Mark to wonder if it was all in his head. But it's not just their imaginations. A house is awakening, its ghostly inhabitants stirring from years of slumber. Unseen eyes watch the Johnsons, curious about these living intruders. The stage is set, the players unaware of the audience that surrounds them. What happens next will challenge their beliefs and test their resolve. As the Johnsons settle into their new, seemingly haunted home, the true nature of their spectral roommates begins to surface. These are your typical moaning and chain-rattling ghosts. Oh no, they're a lively bunch of spirits from different eras who found themselves cohabitating in the Henderson house, and they're more about mischief than malevolence. There's Sir Reginald, a dapper gentleman from the 1800s, with a penchant for hiding trees and leaving top hats in bizarre places. Lady Alina, a flapper from the 1920s, enjoys flicking lights on and off to the beat of jazz tunes only she can hear. And let's not forget Charlie, a mischievous kid from the 1950s, who's taken a liking to moving furniture just enough to make you question your sanity. Our dear Johnson family, initially startled by these happenings, begin to see the humor in their ghostly companion's antics. One morning, Sarah finds her cooking pots arranged in a steel drum orchestra in the kitchen, and can't help but laugh as she rearranges them. Mark, ever the skeptic, starts leaving notes around the house, asking the ghost for help with trivial things, like finding his missing socks. 
To his surprise, his socks start appearing in the most unexpected places, courtesy of Sir Reginald's helpful intervention. The children, Emma and Jack, find themselves engaging in whispered conversations with Charlie, the ghostly child, who teaches them old school games and shares stories of his antics from the 50s. Their initial fear turns to fascination and then to friendship. As days turn into weeks, the Johnsons and their ghostly housemates reach an unspoken understanding. The house is filled with more laughter than it has seen in decades, and the spirits, once lonely and forgotten, relish the company and the chance to be a part of a family again. Just when the Johnsons thought they had gotten the hang of living in a haunted house, a chilling twist unfolds. Amidst the playful spirits, one ghost remains aloof, its presence more foreboding than the others. This is the ghost of Captain Harold, a stern sea captain from the early 1900s, whose energy feels distinctly different, darker, more intense. Objects don't just move with Captain Harold, they fly. Doors don't just close, they slam with the force that makes the walls tremble. The temperature drops so drastically in his presence that one can see their breath in the air. The family's laughter turns to nervous glances as the once harmless pranks take on a more sinister edge. But our mischievous ghostly crew, led by Sir Reginald and Lady Alina, are not about to let their new harmonious existence be disrupted. They band together with the Johnsons to uncover the mystery behind Captain Harold's unrest. It becomes a quirky alliance of the living and the dead, each with their own unique skills and perspectives. The Johnsons, with the help of their ghostly friends, discover that Captain Harold's anger stems from a long-lost love, a woman named Abigail, who he believes betrayed him. But as they dig deeper, they uncover a lost letter, revealing a tragic misunderstanding. Abigail had waited for Harold, her heart ever true, but her letter professing her love never reached him. The plan to reunite Captain Harold with the truth about Abigail is fraught with both peril and hilarity. Sir Reginald tries to coach Harold on modern romance, leading to laughably outdated advice. Lady Alina organizes a spectral seance dance party to lift Harold's spirits. In a poignant climax, the Johnsons help Captain Harold connect with the spirit of Abigail, resolving his unfinished business. It's a moment filled with both tears and joy as Harold's demeanor softens and the house's atmosphere lightens. With Captain Harold's spirit at rest, the house truly becomes a home. The Johnsons and their ghostly friends continue their life together, each day an adventure in coexistence between the living and the once restless dead. And so, our tale nears its end, but not without leaving the door slightly ajar for future adventures. The Johnson family, once ordinary residents of a seemingly ordinary suburb, have now become the heart of a home filled with extraordinary secrets and spirits. And ghostly occurrences have become a part of daily life at the Henderson House. Breakfasts are often accompanied by floating plates, courtesy of Lady Alina's playful antics. Mark has grown fond of his evening chats with Sir Reginald, discussing history and the oddities of modern life. Sarah finds solace in the garden, where she feels the presence of gentle spirits tending to the flowers alongside her. Emma and Jack, once wary of their ghostly cohabitants, now eagerly share their day's adventures with Charlie, who's always ready with a game or a ghostly tale of his own. And as for Captain Harold, his spirit, now at peace, occasionally offers a protective watch over the family, a silent guardian of the house he once haunted. Our story ends here, but for the Johnsons and their spectral friends, life in the Henderson house goes on, each day bringing new surprises and laughter. The line between the living and the dead is blurred, and in its place, a unique family has formed, bound not by blood, but by shared experiences and an unbreakable bond.
So, as we close the book on this chapter of Ghosts and Giggles, remember, dear listeners, that sometimes the things that go bump in the night are just looking for a friend. Until our next ghostly encounter, keep your eyes open and your spirits high.